to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm peaches and i'm czar boys boys how's it going today dude we are rolling i i'm psyched to be back i mean it feels like it's been forever but it's only been about a week i know right Ooh, fun fact for you fine gents and listeners out there uh we are recording this today on february 15th which is actually a very special day for the game tea podcast it is our birthday. It is our birthday. The first episode, Blizzard Mayhem, was uploaded a year ago today. Boys, congrats. Congrats all around. Pats on congrats the back. Congrats all around. Congrats yeah, all good around. job to me. I was here the whole time. We don't even have to go. Don't go <laughs> fact check that. It's just been true. Listen, you may not have been a host the whole time, but you were definitely a critic. <laughs> <laughs> I was a constructive critic, though. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> yeah. We have yet to get our first just like, go fuck yourselves, I hate you. I'm really looking forward to that day. <laughs> it's Oh, it's coming. Yeah, just no criticism. No rhyme or reason. Just hate. That's you how you know suck. you've made it. Zero out of ten. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, I'm really looking forward to that day. You know, we'll be real once we get listed on IMDb. That's true. <laughs> uh, no, scratch what I said. That's how you know you made it. <laughs> no, no, no. Our own Wikipedia page. Ooh. <laughs> None of us yeah. can make it, though. That's the rule. Yeah, we can't make it. We Somebody else has to make our Wikipedia page. <laughs> somebody make it. Yeah. Uh, wink, wink to all our listeners. Nobody make us a Wikipedia page. Oh, I would be so <laughs> mad. Watch it be our one French listener. <laughs> it's just all like, God, I can't read it. <laughs> it's in French. It's in French. Google Translate. <laughs> and then it's just like, these guys suck. <laughs> Zero out of ten. I, I ironically listen to the Game Tea podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, it is the Game Tea podcast's birthday. Today is going to be a regular episode, but we got a special something coming up for our anniversary. We're, we got some gears grinding in the works. There's something cooking. We're smart. <laughs> anyway. Czar, <laughs> uh, do itinerary. You haven't done itinerary in a while. All right. All right. So we got three articles on the docket today. Plus, um, do we have anything at the bottom? Any hot takes or game releases? Yeah, we get, we got a quick take. All right, we got a quick take after these three articles. So first on the docket, we have PS5 controllers do be drifting, though. Damn it. Kingdom Hearts coming to PC and CD Projekt Red keeps making headlines. <laughs> CD Projekt Red's like, no, please stop. <laughs> Not again. Not another thing. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So I believe this first article belongs to me. What you boys say? Should we get going? Let's go. Let's roll it. All right. First article is coming to us from GameSpot.com. Author Haley Will Haley Williams, like Paramore. Wait, Haley Williams. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Haley Williams from Paramore. Thanks shout- for you know doing some side work. <laughs> shout hey. out to Haley Williams. I love <laughs> Haley Williams. Yeah, no, she's good, though. She definitely does not need our shout out. <laughs> we need her shout out. <laughs> yeah. Give, <laughs> give us shouts out. Shouts outs, shout outs, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. The PlayStation 5's DualSense could lead to lawsuit over drifting issues. Oof. Where have I heard this before? Nintendo, 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 Nintendo. Sack <laughs> <laughs> when you need them. <laughs> All right, let's take a look. Uh, Reading straight from the article, it looks like the PS5's DualSense is the latest gaming controller facing the irritating problem of drift, where controllers register joystick movement without the player touching them. While it's unclear how widespread the problem is, gamers looking to get defective controllers fixed are being faced with long wait times and extra shipping charges. As reported by Kotaku, gamers are starting to post stories and videos online of their controllers drifting, as well as anecdotes about their experiences trying to get them fixed or replaced through Sony. The GameFAQs forum shows at least nine different threads by users experiencing drift in their new PlayStation 5 controllers. All right, so, um... I can't see you, but show of hands, who's surprised? Um, Honestly, I'm a bit surprised. Like, these controllers were supposed to be top of the line, right? Like, this was going to be the newest and best thing in controller technology, right? Like, what the hell? That's fair. They did boast pretty hard on their controllers. So I think the key, here's the key to this article. There's like a few different points that I wanted to go over. First of all, they make it very clear with that very first paragraph, quote unquote, while it's unclear how widespread the problem is, gamers looking to get defective controllers fixed are being faced with long wait times and extra shipping charges. Now, we'll get to the second part of that in a second, but I think the thing to make clear is there's been about 5 million PlayStation 5s sold so far, um, at least for my last count, which could be totally off by now. But And 4 million of those went to the scalpers. Yeah, no joke, right? I was about to say, how many of those are actually being tested right now? (laughs) Like, it's unclear how widespread it is because most of them are sitting in like a warehouse somewhere being extorted for like a thousand dollars. That's a fair point. Most of them probably haven't even left their boxes yet. So honestly, that's a really good counterpoint to what I was going to say. But (laughs) and it's just like, it's so hard to attest to how big of a problem this is at the moment, right? Because it's like. Okay, so there's been nine different threads by users experiencing drift in their new PlayStation 5 controllers. Now, any sort of drift whatsoever is unacceptable, but I mean, isn't there kind of a standard deviation for like, you know, consoles produced versus those who like have some kind of error? I know it's not an excuse. I'm just saying when I bought my PlayStation 4 Pro, I actually had to return it because it didn't work and get a new one. Hmm. So I don't know if that's indicative of some type of problem with PlayStation or not, but it's like this is the first time I'm hearing about this in like the three months the PlayStation's been available. So I don't know how big of an issue this is, to be honest with you. And it seems like they don't really know either. I think we'll probably find out how big of an issue this is once more people get their hands on a PlayStation. But honestly, the fact that this is already being reported, maybe it's not indicative of a bigger problem, and maybe it's just being reported because it's kind of like the first big problem people have started noticing with the PlayStation 5. 
Yeah. And that's not to say that the PlayStation 5 didn't have issues. You remember when it would brick if you tried to put it in rest mode? Ha! (laughs) You know, so in no way am I defending PlayStation in that regards. I'm just saying, like, we don't actually know how big of an issue this is yet. So because I don't want people to hear this and go, well, maybe I should wait a while to get the PlayStation 5. Uh, No, maybe they should get an Xbox. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. There it is. (laughs) <laughs> Please do not blow your vape smoke into the Xbox. Anyway, <laughs> PSA, PSA. <laughs> All right, now here's the part in my mind that's unforgivable. So if there really is a lot of these people, which we don't know, they've been having issues getting through Sony with their, you know, human, not human resources, but their like customer service department to try and actually get this problem fixed. I read a little bit more into this article and to basically sum it up, you know, all of these people who are trying to get these issues fixed with Sony and their controllers are one having a really hard time convincing them to get their controllers, you know, sent in and fixed in the first place. And even when they're like, okay, send in your controller. Apparently, the person who has the faulty controller, just bought a faulty controller, is having to pay for shipping. I think that is 100% yeah. bullshit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, you're, if your product is getting fucked up right now, like, you, you gotta. You, you gotta pay it forward. Right. You take care of shipping and fix it, send it back to them. Exactly. When I had my Xbox 360, like, red ring four times, I didn't oh. pay for shipping once. Yeah, same. You know, like, every, every and, time and you they, shouldn't. they just... Like, yeah, exactly. It's just the way it should work. Sony needs to take the L on that, and they're just not doing that. So funnily enough, we have another classic example of this happening. So what I think is funny here is that a law firm is planning on filing a class action lawsuit against Sony. Can anybody raise their hand and tell me another company that they sued for the same thing? Nintendo, 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 Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo. It's the same company that sued Nintendo for the same freaking thing. These people are sharks. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, you know, I would rather them be sharks, like at least kind of looking out for the uh, retail consumer than, you know, sharks just trying to exploit you know well let's get one thing straight they're trying to exploit the system and a byproduct of that is they're inadvertently helping gamers <laughs> let's sure let's but, you be know, honest here I, I'll, I'll i'll take i'll take the points for yeah them accidentally helping or just by virtue of what they're doing helping gamers out like i'm, I'm cool with that me yeah, too but i mean it's one thing to you know get a defective controller you send it in i mean okay maybe you have to pay for shipping that is kind of uh you can look past that a little bit in circumstances but Mm. when you have to fight tooth and nail just to prove that you didn't do anything to the controller and it was their fault i mean where else are you gonna go but a lawsuit like if you run out of options then you're gonna have to make them pay attention somehow and so they might actually have a, a leg to stand on with this. Yeah, and actually, who better than, like, the person that has experience suing Nintendo? Right? <laughs> yeah, right. They <laughs> just did the same thing a few months ago. <laughs> you know, maybe I, I could have been too harsh in judging them right, at, right off the bat. You know, maybe it just ha- so happens that they've gotten two of these cases back to back. Because, I mean, what did they do before this? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> when Nintendo got sued for basically the same exact thing, they're, the way they compensated people is they are doing indefinite free repairs for the Joy-Con drift. Funny story, it actually happened to my Joy-Cons and I had to have them sent in and I got the repair for free. So, yeah, it's happening to mine right now too. I've noticed yep, it. Yep, yep. I've got some mad drift on my Joy-Cons. Yep. 
So it's a big pro it's actually a huge problem with the Joy-Cons. And because of that, um, Nintendo's doing indefinite free repairs, meaning like, you know, they're not e they took the L big time on that. If you say you have a Joy-Con issue, whether or not they can prove it was you and wear and tear, they're just like, send them in, send them in. We'll fix them. We just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> See, and that's uh, not saying. grounds to sue on. Like, that's that's fine. Send them in, whatever. That's great. But that that doesn't give you grounds to sue on what PlayStation's doing. Now, that's totally suable territory. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm The point I was trying to make is that, you know, that is what Nintendo's response was after they had the lawsuit. So, you know, with the same thing happening to Sony, I'm assuming they're probably going to go the same route, you know, where it's like, uh, yep, just send in the controller. We'll fix it. No questions. Hopefully. Come on, controller. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be very expensive to them in the long run. You're damn right. And you know what? They These guys understand money. Anyone else think it's weird that three out of three of the Game T podcast hosts have Joy-Con drift? <laughs> it's like some kind of coincidence. Yeah, it's yeah, almost uh... like it was a big issue or something. <laughs> I feel like Nintendo's not very good at making controllers, guys. <laughs> they used to be. Hey, the well, okay, pro not really. The N64 would make you blister. Oh, my the, God. The pro the controller N64. is good, but the pro controller is basically like an Xbox controller, you know? Yeah, I saw that. Ah, uh, that's fair. But hey, I love it. Best controller yeah, no, I own. I mean, <laughs> Nintendo, just make a normal controller. I'm sick of your Wiimotes and your three-pronged <laughs> Nintendo 64s and your Joy-Cons. Just make a normal controller. They haven't made a normal controller since like the Super Nintendo. We just get a <laughs> we get a tweet from Nintendo. Just no, no, <laughs> no. All right, that's that's pretty much all I really have to say about that. I mean, like, I think that, you know, this is something that needed to be said. But again, we don't actually understand how big of an issue this really is going to be. I don't think it's going to be to the extent that, you know, the Joy-Con drift was at, but if this is a bigger issue that we're seeing emerge now, I mean, you're damn right. Sony's going to make this right with the gamers, especially after getting sued. So, yeah, here's hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Here's hoping. All right. What do we got next? All right. Well, our next article comes to us from a tweet directly from Epic Games. And apparently they're bringing the Kingdom Hearts franchise to the PC for the first time ever. Yes! Oh, yeah. I did not see that coming. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, no, the entire franchise. Who the hell could have guessed? Right? Yeah. That's so cool, though. Now, everybody, virtually everybody, except for Nintendo fans, get to experience the magic that is Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nintendo. When you walk away. And unfortunately, <laughs> as a brief tangent, I don't think we'll ever see Sora in Kingdom Hearts because um, or um, Sora and Smash, uh, you mean? Or yes, Sora. God, <laughs> Sora's already in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, we're never going to see Sora and Smash <laughs> because Square Enix doesn't like Sora's representation without Disney characters. And for there to be Disney characters, Disney has to own Nintendo. <laughs> oh. Oh, Don't oh. give him any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I digress. It's sad news. Anyway, yay, PC gets Kingdom Hearts, but not for a reasonable price. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So just as a rundown from Epic Game Store, um, these are all dropping on PC March 30th. So be on the lookout for that date. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix 
49.99 American. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, 59.99 American. Kingdom Hearts 3 Plus Remind, not the additional DLC that came after that, 59.99 American. And finally, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories, the latest game in the franchise, 59.99 American. God damn, dude. I, that is yeah. just I don't see where the That's surprise is. I don't see where the surprise is there, to be honest. That's exactly how much I spent on all of those games on the PlayStation 4 when they became available. Yeah, like three years ago. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But every time something like this happens, it always does start out at full price. So like if for some weird, if you're one of those weird people that really wanted to get into Kingdom Hearts but didn't own a PlayStation, because, I mean, that's who Kingdom Hearts is for, let's be honest. I mean, mm -hmm. just true. give it a little while for these to go down in price. Okay, right? okay. They just shouldn't be starting at this price. I mean, the games are old. I don't. They, there's no indication that they've done anything to change them. You can't be charging nearly a full price game like value for this. Come on. Exactly. And so even so to back this up directly under the main uh, the main tweet, uh, someone named Alex commented, OK, but what's with these prices? Melody of memory. I can somewhat understand. I actually disagree with that. But anyway, back to the quote. But the rest you can give the all-in-one package right now on PlayStation Network for $25. Xbox Game Pass has it, the entire series, for $10 a month. And you can even buy them pre-owned for $20 to $30, and that would still even be cheaper. Eh, he's... So, like, you can find this nearly anywhere. He, he, I mean, he does have a point. In my opinion, the only... Okay. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and, 1 and 2.5 Remix, they added a substantial amount to both of those games, and that is relatively recent. That came out like a couple years ago, like maybe at most three years ago. I think $50 for that is fair. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, I agree. $60 is ridiculous considering you get a 10-hour story with Aqua. And like a little bit of extra, like a it, this weird ass like story of what even happened way back in the day with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that one I completely agree on. It's mostly just cutscenes. Like there's very little gameplay in that package. Kingdom Hearts 3 just came out a couple of years ago. And with the $60 price tag, you get the Remind DLC. So I'm OK with that one being $60, too. And I also agree with Melody of Memory. There's no reason why that has to be $60. That's ridiculous. It's a rhythm game. Let me ask you this question, Czar. Um, when you were playing Kingdom Hearts 2, what's the worst world to go to? The fucking under the sea Atlantica. Why? Yes, why? Because I have to sit there for five minutes and repeatedly push the X button in rhythm. Now, what if I told you that they made that an entire Kingdom Hearts game just so you can find out what the hell happened to Kyrie? I'll, I'll take card based combat. Oh, <laughs> Chain of Memories was so awful. <laughs> I'll take that over Melody of Memories. Anything with memories in the title, stay the hell away from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Because that so just means I, that you get to recap on the previous experiences. Just play those games. You don't need the stupid memory games. No, you're 100% right. And Peaches, what's your interest in Kingdom Hearts? Any? 
I mean, so I played Kingdom Hearts 1 when it first came out, like back on like PS2. Uh, I barely got to play uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. I think I only got to play it like when I went to a friend's house or something. And uh, then like Kingdom Hearts 3, it took forever to come out. I didn't even realize they were still years. making Kingdom Hearts games in between there. If you can call them games. So <laughs> this is not the complete list. There's several games that are not here. Yeah. Well, and most so, of them, I I, most of them reside in the 2.8 and 1.5, 2.5. Those are like the DS and PSP games. Right. Well, and like I, I told JP a long time ago, I don't think Kingdom Hearts is that good of a game series. I just I cannot get into Kingdom Hearts three. I, I gave it like I want to say like seven to eight hours. And I was just like, this is not fun. Maybe we can find <laughs> some ingredients here. <laughs> this looks like a good spot to find some ingredients. <laughs> all Okay, these are all valid points. I've said it before. Kingdom Hearts is the one series that I'm super into, where if you're not into it, I 100% understand. I, I get it. It's not for everybody. That's fair. Well, like, and sometimes, like, the story can, like, make up for, like, a lack of gameplay, but the story makes no sense, e even to people who've played every single game. Fair. It's it's true. I mean, when you look at it from an overall arch, it's just good versus evil, but necessarily, not necessarily either of them are actually evil. And, yeah, that's basically the synopsis. So, I, so to summarize all of that, I agree with that guy a little bit on some of the games, but like I can justify the price on a couple more of those. If you're someone who owns a PC and really wants to play these games, just wait for it to go on sale. And the other thing I wanted to bring up is um, this is the second time. Technically, this is no longer a PlayStation exclusive, but for a while, Kingdom Hearts was a PlayStation exclusive. Um, but this is that would technically make this the second time we've seen a PlayStation exclusive come to PC. The first one being um, oh, Horizon Jesus. Zero Dawn. I actually don't Horizon know. Horizon Zero Dawn. Thank you. The one I was going to say Aloy before I could remember Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> like, that. OK, so the last time that happened, we saw gamers flipping over their tables out of anger that their favorite PlayStation exclusive is now accessible to more people. Do you guys think we're going to see some of the same reaction with this? Oh, no. dude, I hope so. I, I, I loved seeing those PlayStation fanboys lose their fucking minds over one of those precious <laughs> exclusives coming to PC. And I had already played it on PS4. But, oh, God, do I just love it when they lose their shit over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Zar? I don't. I, I would love. I'm in the same boat as Peaches. I want to see people flip their tables and, like, bash their PlayStations with hammers in protests of this. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts has already been on Xbox for, like, three years now. And it... It definitely, with uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, shot to many other people. I'm honestly surprised that since it was on Xbox so long ago that it took this long for PC to get it. But I guess it makes sense with Epic being the yeah. one to sell it. Um, Fair point. I still think it's absolutely outrageous for the pricing on these games, they should be much lower. Like, maybe 40 to $50 for each one but definitely not full price. You cannot charge $60 for a rhythm game, interactive cutscenes, and, you know, a game that's already <laughs> been out for three years. 
Did you mean all Kingdom Hearts games? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I guess I, that's that's fair. I say begrudgingly as a Kingdom Hearts fan. Look, I'm just saying any any PlayStation fans, if you really want to stick it to us, go destroy your own property. That'll really teach everybody a lesson. Ooh, that'll and show then record us. it because that'll yeah, really definitely teach us record it. <laughs> yep, yep. If you don't record it. Doesn't count. <laughs> all Pixar right. didn't uh, happen. <laughs> oh, Zar, anything else you wanted to add to that? No, no, that's that's all I got. All righty. Uh, Chez, what's in the news for you? Yeah, let's let's move on to this next thing. Uh, CD Projekt Red is just getting railed in the headlines. <laughs> My God. These guys they, can't catch a break, a man. Time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's partially on them, but this one really isn't their fault. So this uh, this article comes to us from John Porter at The Verge. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 Studios hacked data has reportedly been sold. Lols. Uh, Oops. Yeah. It, well, hold on. We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hackers reportedly sold uh, the uh, game source code from Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 uh, Studio CD Project Red. Cybersecurity firm Kella released screenshots of a post on the hacking forum exploit allegedly posted by the attackers saying that they've received an offer uh, for the data from outside the forum. They added that they ended the auction at the request of the buyer and cybersecurity Twitter account VX Underground subsequently confirmed that the auction had been closed. So CD Projekt Red got their shit hacked and the source code for their games uh, Gwent the card game from The Witcher The Witcher 3 an unreleased version of The Witcher 3 um, that was like I think with uh, Ray Tracing and Cyberpunk 2077 all the source code for that game got hacked stolen by these guys and they uh, there's reports that all of that stuff has now been sold at auction because the, the studio didn't pay the ransom to this hacker Whoa. And you know they put out a little they put out a little statement you know letting their employees know that you know they just don't don't lose your identity mm-hmm. you no know, you don't want to do that um, yeah that's and, bad news yeah. did the personnel files get leaked too um, there's no information on if the personnel files have been leaked as far as we know but that you know uh, CD Projekt Red is trying to get ahead of it saying just in case uh, there is the chance that they got they got into your personal information. Uh, contact us and we'll help you out. That's fair. That sucks, though. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. I'm gonna ask a question that makes me seem unsympathetic, but genuinely, I just want to know, how much did it get sold for? (laughs) How much (laughs) money, baby? I want to know. So here's the thing. Um, I saw that the... uh, There was a buyout price... Of seven million dollars, and there was an auction price starting at a million dollars for the source code. Damn! And if the if the uh, buyer was able to get them to delist the auction right away, it had to be above that seven million dollar buyout price. Oh Whoa. my god! Wow! Right. So, but here's the thing: what are you going to do with that source code now? Like. And that was going to be my game with it. And that was going to be my next question for you, actually, is, okay. so somebody out there has the source code. Now, what? What does that what does that mean? If anybody even like if a studio even tries to use that source code 
they're going to be under so much scrutiny. Like if you use like a direct copy of source code, like people who make games are going to be able to recognize it. And those guys are going to get sued by CD Projekt Red for probably all of their money. All right, boys, I'm yeah. going to set this. Scene. I'm going to set the scene for you. You're playing the brand new hottest game that just came out from a new studio you haven't really heard of. You open up the game. It's supposed to be the hottest game of the season. Really hyped up, in fact. You open it, and it is the glitchiest game you've ever played in your entire la- life. And you're just like, hey, this looks like cyberpunk. It's them! <laughs> Get them! <laughs> Get them! <laughs> My guess yeah. is they're probably going to duplicate this source code and just kick it out to any modding service that, you know, is willing to take it. And we're just going to see a bunch of indie games that have a lot of the same concepts and a lot of uh, a higher polish. <laughs> it's like, I, wow. I mean, ugh, I can't imagine anything good is going to come from this. Like, hey, I, maybe they'll fix the game and re-release it. <laughs> oh. Good luck getting uh, actually getting that before, uh, you know, lawyers get a hold of that game and get it delisted from everywhere. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's nothing is going to come from this, really. I, I think somebody just wasted seven million dollars in the hopes that they can maybe make something good with the uh, cyberpunk and Witcher source code. Well, honestly, you make a really great point I didn't even think about. It's like if anyone even tries to use the source code, then they're going to get the pantsuit off of them. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's <laughs> and jail time for I, I like buying know. stolen source code. <laughs> yeah. What is the end game here? Like, what is your plan? I don't understand. And also, like it, they uh, they posted like the threat from the hacker because I, I guess he like left a note for them like in the uh somewhere with a ransom note and he unironically put you have been epically pwned in the like at the very beginning of the threat what sort of uh. cringy ass neckbeard shit are you on <laughs> when you're leaving that at the very beginning of your ransom note go fuck yourself dude <laughs> you Zars- have been pwned <laughs> Zars eyes just got real shifty he's like it's not that cringy it was good. I'm clever. <laughs> I'm funny, damn it. No, if you unironically say boned, you could go fuck yourself, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. some brony shit. Oh my god, dude. I haven't said pwned since the glory days of Halo 3. Oh, <laughs> uh, those were the days. Dude, that's like yeah, that's like shit I was saying when I was like in sixth and seventh grade. Get shit on! <laughs> Okay, uh, I don't so, know. I don't have much else to say about this. What do you guys think? It sucks. Um, but yeah, no, it, it just kind of seems like what was the point? I mean, really, the only person who had any good forethought to this whole situation was the guy who hacked and then auctioned off all the data because, you know, he's not going to use it. He just made seven million dollars. Whoever gets this source code, uh, good luck. They're going to be looking for you. (laughs) Yeah, I just have no idea. I don't know. It's like Peach said, what's the end game? And I mean, you know, even to that extent, they could sit on it for years and like manipulate the source code enough to not look like CD Projekt Reds. But at that point, the technology is already going to be advanced enough that it's going to seem primitive. So what's the point? Exactly. (sighs) Yeah. 
Like, like I, I'm not super sympathetic to CD Projekt Red here, but I'm not. I'm definitely not sympathetic to the hacker here. Like, <laughs> you got pwned. You guys, you're not. You're not doing this to like be some sort of hero. You know, like this is what you get for releasing a game that wasn't finished. No, he's just trying to make a quick buck. You know, exploiting a big company. But like, he's putting regular like working class people at risk here. Go fuck yourself, guy. Yeah, that's not that's not okay. On a side note, you've been epically pwned would be a great title for this episode. (laughs) You've been epically pwned by the Game Tea podcast. (laughs) That's all yous are. (laughs) Get your pwned tea. (laughs) Put some air horns here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's good stuff. All right. All right. Well, do we got anything else to add to that? Are we ready to move on some quick takes? Quick take. Ooh, we got some peaches quick takes. What you got for us, man? My guys, we got Jack Black playing Claptrap in the Borderlands movie. <laughs> what no the way. fuck? I heard about this. I'm so... No, no. I'm really happy. I'm really happy. I, I, like, I don't think Jack Black's voice fits that well, if I'm being honest. I just really love Jack Black. Yeah, I can't see it with uh, how nasally and whiny claptrap is i don't see jack black as that but i, I mean I hey I jack think, black and jumanji though i think he might be able to pull it off that's true i mean jack black definitely does have the humor to be claptrap and like the randomness to be claptrap so i think that could be great i love jack black full disclosure <laughs> see yeah that? no me yeah. too that's the thing is like I don't think the voice matches, but I think you can get over that relatively quickly when you see how unbelievably funny it's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think this is a this will be fine casting, and I think they'll make it work really well. And I don't know. I mean, this is probably like a few years down the road, but I'll be keeping an eye out for this because this is interesting now. Yeah, they've been talking about the Borderlands movie for about two years now, and I think last year they got cleared and the funding to make the movie. But yeah, I'm sure it'll be like 2023 before we even see a trailer. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's building some hype. I think they got some other stars in it, but I could not tell you who they are off the top of my head. Oh, there's a lot of internet speculation like Dwayne Johnson should play Brick and I don't don't know who else should play. Don Cheadle is Roland. Yeah, yeah, Don mm. Cheadle as Roland. <laughs> oh, if they got Don, I don't, I'd lose my mind if they got Don Cheadle as Roland. But yeah, and uh, they put somebody as Lilith. I don't remember who it was, but I was like, that, that's actually a pretty good. Yeah, fit. that was a big, big actor who they got to play as Lilith, but I have no idea who it is. <laughs> Mystery actress playing Lilith, but she's good. Trust but us. She's, uh, but source. she's good. Dude, trust, trust us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, ready to move on to the last quick take. It's also kind of related to film slash television. Same round. I'm actually really excited for this one. What do you got? Pedro Pascal is uh, playing Joel from The Last of Us in the HBO Last of Us series. That's really cool, The Mandalorian, bro. Heck yeah. Oh, he was also in Game of Thrones. Come on, he's not just the Mandalorian. I only made it to season two. You only, wait, hold up, what? I only made it to season two of Game of Thrones. I couldn't keep track of the characters, and then I lost right, HBO. I'm going to yell you off podcast, but <laughs> we're, we're going to stay on topic here for this right now. Um, I, I mean, it, this is, it's kind of hard to imagine. I mean, like, Pedro Pascal is Joel. I mean, like, what he's going to get, like, some 
estranged child and, you know, become <laughs> like its father trying to take them where they belong? That just doesn't sound right. Wait, yeah, that's, no, we've never seen that, that before. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you uh, say typecasted? <laughs> it's a good position to be in, if you ask me. I mean, Father hell, of the year. You know what I'm saying? Mandalorian <laughs> and next Joel. Oh, don't go play golf, buddy. <laughs> uh, that joke that joke was in bad taste a little bit no, I'm sure it's fine. uh joke was in bad taste well uh this is this is exciting honestly as a big as a big the last of us fan i think that's a really good pick honestly first of all i'm not a huge pedro pascal fan i loved his work in the mandalorian but i know that like he's getting really big in hollywood right now and i know that he's going to be able to pull off this role really well yeah and i mean funny what star wars does to your career yeah and i mean if it wasn't going to be pedro pascal that's the thing is like who else would it be I- hugh jackman <laughs> there are a lot of uh like fan cast predictions but i think this one is fine like there are a lot of people who could have done this i think this one is good honestly i would have i i kind of would have liked to see uh oh my gosh uh, i can't remember his name right now jim from the office <laughs> oh yeah john uh krasinski or something yeah, yeah. john krasinski that's he's right actually yeah a I, I think really after, good like, seeing actor. him in a quiet place i could totally see him pulling this off oh also, yeah but pedro pascal is also good that's fair. That would have been a really solid pick, too, actually. Jason Bateman may have been a good role, too, especially oh. with his his role from Ozark. OK, OK. That's I could, could kind of see that. Yeah, yeah that was the guy pick. who played Dexter. Ooh, uh, All right, so are we going to like fan cast the entire last of a series or? Yeah, yeah let's I'm do it. Much. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that Vin Diesel? <laughs> yeah, if you want the set to get a lot creepier, go ahead and get Vin Diesel on there. Oh I mean, he's God. in Ark now. Oh, oh, oh yeah, geez. I forgot about that. Watching the cavemen, like, is that Vin Diesel? Oh my God, is that's Vin Diesel. <laughs> that's the, is that Vin Diesel? <laughs> what are you doing here, bud? Isn't there a car somewhere <laughs> that needs a tune-up? Or somebody <laughs> needs babysat? <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a throwback reference. Dude, that, <laughs> the pacifier. Yeah. The pacifier. I've watched that movie a lot of times when I was younger. That goddamn duck, man. <laughs> All, right. All, All right. right, boys. What do you say we move on to hype up? Wait, we don't have any games. Where's all the game releases? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. It's just a guy <laughs> shrugging. It's just the shrugging emoji. <laughs> that's gonna be a nah for me dog <laughs> there's really nothing huh wow that's the first I mean, time that's perso- ever happened persona 5 strikers but other than that yeah i, mean, I do don't want to talk to last week? <laughs> i don't want to talk about that so yeah i mean oh, um i think just today like as of recording this uh super seducer 3 the final seduction came out but Ooh. oh thank god oh well, thank god yeah. for a second i thought nothing important was coming out <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. i mean other than persona 5 strikers i think we're we got nothing well um i mean while we've got nothing um czar have you been able to play uh super mario 3d world yet no um i've actually been trudging through uh odyssey in hype to play 3D World. I still need to pick it up. It's uh, it's so hard to shill out sexy... 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 Sexy dollars. <laughs> it's so hard to shell out 60 whole dollars 
Super Mario game. <laughs> Dude, I feel you, but I, like I said, I pre-ordered mine, but I still, I need to beat Hades before I start it up. Uh, well, I'm having a lot of fun with Odyssey. It is not at all what I thought. I, I thought it was a totally big joke of a Mario game. And now that I play it, I'm like, huh, Odyssey's actually pretty freaking good. Odyssey is simply yeah. outstanding. I, I also didn't care for uh, Mario Odyssey, but that's all right. How many moons are in this game? Because I'm up to like 300. I think that's like a third of the way there. Jeebus! <laughs> oh. All right. Well, boys, nothing much else to say on this episode, but that was good. We had some good news there. Hopefully, uh, I don't know, we get our Joy-Con controllers intact and all the good stuff. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know how Hopefully. to wrap up an episode without talking about game releases. I'm so lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just, just abrupt ending. I'm out of here, boys. Bye. <laughs> abrupt ending. Bye. <laughs> I, I like how it's uh, on the script it's upcoming game releases shrug emoji and then hype up one upcoming game you literally wrote that's gonna be a gnaw from me dog lol's me too <laughs> I, okay I didn't do the second one I did the first one Ooh, that I, was didn't, I wasn't talking to myself in the, in the script no I typed lol's me too damn it czar okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fucking funny all right. I think that that is going to do it for this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. Uh, next week, or not next week, on Saturday, we are doing another episode of Answering Gaming's Biggest Questions, PC Gamer Edition. It's going to be a great episode, so make sure you all check us out on Saturday. And in the meantime, thank you all so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast. We will see you in the next episode. You just got your Game Tea. Later. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.